Hey guys, welcome back. This is Scream Beans, episode 11. We're your host, Carolyn Chillick. And Jerry Wilson. And we're going to be talking about Doctor Strange today. Woohoo! Pretty awesome movie. So, uh, let's go ahead and get to it. Warning. This podcast contains spoilers. Enter at your own risk. So, Doctor Strange this weekend. We, uh, saw it. We liked it. Jerry? Did we? (laughs) I don't know. I guess we'll have to find out. (laughs) Did you? Yes, I did. I liked it. I thought that it was, it was really good. I didn't, it's Marvel. They're, they're a machine when it comes to this. This is number 14 Mm -hmm. that they've done. They've got this, they've got it down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's like, I liked it and it's totally different than any of the other ones. And that's one of the reasons that I liked it. You know, with Dr. Strange, you know, they're bringing in the magic and mm-hmm. all that stuff and like the kaleidoscope kind of effect on all of that. It's kind of like Marvel meets Inception. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, it had a totally different feel. And I mean, that's one of the things I liked the most about it. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, a great way for them to introduce us to, you know, the, this, world mm-hmm. of you know magic and all that because it's you know like the last thing that we've yet to be introduced to yeah and all of this so i thought this was this was great i thought that uh the the movie itself was awesome um dr strange man i really i really felt like he was a jackass oh yeah very An arrogant asshole. very oh yeah he and completely into himself uh-huh you know from the very beginning of this, he just thought that he was so much better than everybody else. But then, would only would only kind of take the cases that he well, knew that, that that were up to his level, uh, but that, only his level. But that he knew that he can do. But he wouldn't take like the super tough ones that he, you know, that would obviously really challenge him. Well, I think he because would he do those. See, I see it the exact opposite. Well, he didn't want to. He didn't want to hurt his perfect record. Well, I think it would be like when that guy was talking to him in the car about you know possible surgeries. He was like, "Oh no, fifty other guys can do this. I want a surgery that only I can do." Yeah, but at the same time, be successful in doing it. Well, I feel like he didn't think he wouldn't be successful in anything. That was his arrogance. Oh. I think he thought he could do anything, not just ones that he could do. I think he thought he could do anything, and he only wanted to work on the ones that only he could do to prove that he was better than everyone else. Yeah, but I think as long as he could do it. Yeah. As long as he could do it, he would do it. I mean, yes, he could do yes, anything. He, he's, yes, he's, he's awesome, and he's very good at what he does. But I, I don't, I mean, I think there's some out there that, would have been, you know, impossible. Mm-hmm. There's no way that you're going to be able well, to. Well, yeah, that's true. There's, the ones there, that there, aren't set. Yeah, okay, okay, I get There's, I get there's it. the ones that are, that are, you know, pretty much impossible to be successful on. Yeah. Though he didn't want to have anything to do with those because it was all about his perfect little record. Cause, yeah, I mean, that's true. There's, you know, because the one guy, the Benjamin Bratt character, said he went to his office and he wouldn't even see him because he was inoperable. Yeah. It's like not even worth trying because you're... It's mm-hmm. impossible to fix. Okay, so I get that, but yeah. And then he, even even after you know he he met with that character and that character said, oh yeah, you, you know you need to go to 
where Cam Cat Catmantouche? Catman uh, I have no idea. I think it was in Katmandu, but it was lo- called like Cabintouche. Well, it had like something else. Some little like a different kind of monkish ending. yeah thing to go and it was in Nepal get help so that you know so because because he got in a car wreck and lost pretty much the the use of his hands. Lost, yeah, I mean he didn't, and because he wasn't able to do the surgery, you know. Yeah, because he, he makes the comment about she's like they did the best that they you know could do and he's like i could have done better mm-hmm. yeah well not anymore yeah dipshit because you were too high and mighty in your little lamborghini and right and- clipping off somebody you don't know what happened to that car yeah what happened to them mm-hmm. where's their we're just driving along the road where's their movie <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what magic spells did they learn <laughs> <laughs> but no his so his his arrogance to me in this even extended to once he was even at that place. Well, I mean, and I would meet, even and go... meeting the ancient one and all that because he 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 still was going through this to fix his hands, right? And so that he can get back to you know operating and doing all that stuff and making money and having good times. And I really don't care about all this you know other stuff you guys are really. I just want to do this for on. me. Uh huh. Well, I mean, I would even go as far to say is that that's still. Like, uh, Tilla Swinton makes the comment about, you know, fighting, fighting your inner demons. And mm-hmm. she was saying that they're always there. You just have to rise above them. I think that that arrogance is going to be one of his demons that he always has to fight. Because, you know, even throughout, you know, he's like, I'm the only, you know, it's kind of that same arrogance, but just kind of switched a little bit mm-hmm. to be for good. But it's still, I'm, I'm the only one who can do this and I'm smarter than I mean I still feel like he thinks that he's smarter than mm-hmm. most people yeah and I so I think that there's still that arrogance that he's going to have to fight yeah I think so too but I, I think by the by the end of the movie you I think you really see that he's I mean he's he, risen above it yes yeah it, but I still think that it would it's a, you know could come out in different you know it still has to fight it continually. And even at the, the end where you see Dormammu uh-huh. and he, you know, and he's stuck in this continuous time loop to where I think, I mean, that's for him at the beginning of the movie to be as completely selfish as he was. Yeah, to, that's pretty selfless. Yeah. To be in this and, and being willing to be stuck in a time loop where you continually live the same well, continually live over and over. Your, your death. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing if you're if you're you know your moment was you know hanging out at a party, <laughs> or something like that. But yeah, to continue to you know relive your your death mm-hmm. over and over again. And I wonder if he remembers those like in the time loop, or if it's like it's wiped from his memory. Like, yeah. I, I, so the time loop starts back over, and Dormammu was like, "I stop this," but he. Seem like so. I guess wonder if he still remembers it because they know that it's a time loop. Yeah, because because while he's deja vu, man, I hate this deja vu feeling. And while he's stuck in the time loop, that also means that Dormammu is also stuck in the time loop, yeah. and he can't get out mm-hmm. either. So he's reliving all this, killing Doctor Strange over and over again. Where eventually he gets sick of it, and yeah. I just think that it, it was just a hilarious shot. You just. Keep seeing him die, and he just keeps coming back and yeah. saying the same thing. Hey, I want a bargain. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. I mean, and it is show kind of like 
how he's kind of risen above mm-hmm. that inner demon. But yeah. like Tilda Swinton, you know, the ancient one said was that, you know, they're always there. Mm-hmm. You just have to make sure you rise above it. And I thought that she, that her character was great. And I thought that, you know, as you see more of her character in the movie and, and you start to figure out that, yeah, she's kind of, she's kind of tapped into the, uh, the dark, the, the, the dark magic and mm-hmm. all that so that she could stay alive for, I guess, as long as she, right. she, she has been. I mean, well, like, it seems like, you know, they, you would think that she would have had to tap into something because she's been alive for so long. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so that, that's your internal, your eternal life is, you know, when you tap into the dark, magic dark world or dark dimension mm-hmm. or whatever it is. So he's kind of like, yeah, you kind of see that. Mm-hmm. But that, that's kind of where, you know, Mads Mikkelsen's character kind of. Well, that's like at the very beginning. Got, got crossways with, with her because he kind of found out that she was doing, yeah, doing something. And, and he wanted to also live forever. And he thought Why the best way the for him to do, do that it? was to, you know, destroy all the sanctums and, bring Dormammu here mm-hmm. and that he would be able to live, live forever that way. Yeah. So. Well, and plus at the very beginning, he calls her a hypocrite and then mm-hmm. you find out why it's because she's doing the same thing he's doing. He just wants everybody to do it and not just mm-hmm. one. Yeah. And everybody to have this. And it's, I mean, I thought that his character was really cool and I really liked how, what they did with like their eyes, you know, when they, once he, once he really did that that spell and really got some of that, that dark, dark magic mm-hmm. from Dormammu and it, it changed the little yeah. you know, round his and eyes. And they get that and, little thing in their forehead mm-hmm. and then you see that the ancient one has that and that's how they know. Yeah. <gasps> you are. <laughs> <laughs> but she's like, but I, you know, I was just doing it. I was doing it for good. I was, I was doing it for good. I had to, you know, stay alive so that I can, you know, protect. Right. Now there's no ancient one. And... Well, no, and not all that. All this was going on. You had uh, Mordo, yeah, who in in the comic books is one of Strange's bigger villains. Him and Dormammu. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was really cool to see kind of his change yeah. as the movie went on to where he was, you know, pretty much doing everything that the Ancient One was was asking him to do no questions asked he was just just doing it rule follower mm-hmm. there's a certain rules that we have to follow and you can't break them no matter what yeah no matter what no matter what and then when he finds out that she broke it it like everything that he believes and stood for just kind of wither you know like unravels because mm-hmm. it's like well i was basing everything on your principles and then find out that this whole time you were breaking one of the, your own rules, mm-hmm. and then even at the end, when you know, Strange, I, I, I won't say defeats Dormammu. I think they came to a stalemate, right? For, for the most just, part, yeah. Like you know, you leave, you leave us alone. Obviously, that's probably just for a little bit until he comes back. But at least there was a stalemate. He came back, and and uh, Mordo was even upset at Strange. For doing that, for messing with time. Right, because he, you know, backtracked everything and, mm-hmm. you know, took it all the way back and, you know, re- revived people that mm-hmm. had died and, mm-hmm. you know, killed others that 
you know, when they're fighting and stuff. And so he's changing the balance. And mm-hmm. Mordo is like, there will be consequences. You might have won this, but there's going to be consequences because of what you did mm-hmm. today. Yeah. There's always consequences. Even the ancient one. Her consequences, I mean, it's like domino effect. You know, she did that. And that's, you know, not only brought on this Dormammu and the the bad guy. What's his name? I could. What was his name? I don't know. I think it starts with a K. I, I, yeah. Kill, I just I don't know. Mads. Just. Yeah, Mads. <laughs> anyway, and caused him. And now you could even say that her, you know, deception is what's going to cause Mordu, and you know, and his, mm-hmm. you know, going to the. You know, evil, but really just difference of opinions. That's <laughs> really what it is. Yeah, and and, and you, you saw Mordu's change, you know, from the beginning to the end, and obviously the way that it ended with him, especially the second behind the credit scene, behind the credit scene, and all that stuff. You you know that he's probably going to be like the the main bad of Doctor Strange two. Mm-hmm. Where you might not see Dormammu in it at all. Because I, I, I could see them doing three Doctor Strange movies. Especially that this one was, you know, it's getting, it's doing well so far worldwide. And so yeah. I think they'll end up doing three of them. But I think they'll probably save, you know, the the big, huge battle with Dormammu for episode three. And they'll just kind of have the... This one will be kind as, of like the unraveling two. of probably like all of, like the sorcerers and you know the downfall and like you know kind of you know dr strange having to Mm -hmm. figure out how to keep everyone together the masters and all that stuff since they don't have an ancient one you know how are they going to keep these sanctums and who's going to be you know running this yeah and then you know like how do they even choose an ancient one i don't i mean i have no idea because i don't know anything yeah i I have no no clue I, i i don't know how they choose the ancient one I assume Doctor Strange, he will be the protector of the New York Sanctum. Mm -hmm. But I don't know who's protecting London and Hong Kong. Yeah. And then, uh, what's the, Wong? Mm Mm-hmm. He's the, you know, the... The librarian. The the librarian, the bookkeeper of Mm -hmm. all the knowledge. And he was was kind of a badass, knowing kind of his role in the comics is... You know, always kind of fetching tea or coffee or whatever for Doctor Strange <laughs> at the New York Sanctum. It was nice to see him kind of have a, a more powerful role than than what it was in the, in the comic books. But you know, at the, the the second end credit scene where you have Mordu, you see pretty much he's obviously he's upset. But what it looks like he's going to do is kind of what he said was he thinks that there's too many. Yeah, sorcerers. he's going to start taking people's magic. Yeah, and that's what so he what is he going to do with it? Guy. Does it add to his power? You know, mm-hmm. or is it? I mean, it seems like you know he's going to. You know, it's it's like one of those things where it starts off as him thinking that he's doing the right thing. There's too many sorcerers. There's not enough people doing good. Yeah, but it's like, is he gaining this power? Because then it seems like, you know, that could go to his head. Like, you know, it could mm-hmm. change him. Could, could it change from there's too many sorcerers, let me just thin to her, to I want to be the only one. Right. I want this power. Pa- I want to be the only one with this power. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll see. I really like the Doctor Strange. I really like the battle scene where he's in New York and he's getting the cape 
like for the first time mm-hmm. with uh, Mads. The, the cloak of levity. Yeah. And they were kind of like, oh, he, it chose you? It, it's pretty particular. <laughs> <laughs> that, now, the, the cape and it's the cloak. Yeah, the cloak. Cape, cloak. Was, to me, it, it was a character. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and the cloak was very funny to me. Oh, yeah. I think that, I mean, this is kind of stupid, but like Aladdin, you know, the magic carpet, it's its own character. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how this is. It's like it has a personality. Because, like, even when he's crying at the end, when he's kind of saying goodbye to his girlfriend, yeah. and it's like wiped its tears, <laughs> wiped his tears away. <laughs> or when they're, like, fighting, he wants to take the axe, and the thing's like, no, this. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Mm. I, I thought, so I thought the cloak was, was awesome. Oh, yeah. Was was really good, and I and I liked how it it had its its sense that it was like a a character. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was cool, and then rather than just you know just having a a cool looking magical cool looking cloak, cape. yeah. So so I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as soon as he sees it, I'm like, oh, there's the cape or cloak, I should say. Yeah, and then we also find out in this movie that the eye. Of whatever that he Agamotto. wears, the eye of Agamotto is one of the Infinity Stones, right? And Wong knows it's an Infinity Stone. Yeah, because he makes I, a comment. Oh yeah, I wouldn't be wearing an Infinity Stone around your neck or something like that. Yeah, just walking out on the streets, and I'm trying to think. Okay, I would love to know what Wong knows about the Infinity Stones. Yeah, I mean, with the amount of knowledge that he, I'm guessing he probably knows all of. The knowledge that they know. Mm. And they know all the multiverse, all of this other, you know, magical realms and all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. And, yeah, it seems like he would probably know more about all mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. And that's probably going to be... So it's kind of like, well, then in the Infinity War, when Thanos starts coming for Infinity Stones, I guess each group is going to kind of be defending their own. So right now... Doctor Strange has an Infinity Stone. Time Stone. Is that it? Time Stone. Yeah. And so there's only one one left out of the stones that we... I guess. I don't know. Don't know where I it is. I can't remember off the top of my head what we've... I know Thor mm-hmm. has one that's red. <laughs> and then the Guardians have the purple one. Yeah, where's the purple one now? Um, I think it's with, uh, you know, on that... The world, whatever, the one that Glenn Close. And does... And then one of them is the... Isn't it the... Terra... Terra... Oh, what's that? The blue... The thing from... Like the cube? The cube. That's one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I thought that was in the trophy case in, in Thor's Thor. place. Yeah. And where, where's the red one? Is it in there, too? Or does the collector have one because the collector had one because I think he might I think he might have the red one already yeah I can't remember what happened at the end of Thor because that one was the one that was in Jane Mm -hmm. I can't remember what they did to get it out Mm -hmm. yeah and then obviously Vision has one yeah so so I bet I bet the next one it either if it doesn't pop up in Thor Ragnarok next year It'll definitely it'll, it'll, be in Ga- Guardians. You th- you think? Because I thought I heard that they're not 
messing with any more Infinity Stones. And, oh, I don't know. And that Thanos isn't even going to be in, in Guardians. Guardians. So it's either going to be in Thor Ragnarok or they're going to find the last stone. In the first Infinity in the, War. In the first one, yeah. Hmm. It could be. So. That's going to be a crazy movie. I mean, that's a there's a lot. I mean, well, there's going to be like 60 plus I mean, superheroes. I can't even imagine in there. I know that's going to be crazy. I mean, they're they're going to have to break them break them down into groups and oh, focus, and each group will be focused on like a character. Mm-hmm. I mean, because there's going to be so many of them, you can't. You yeah, it'll be like for... a group is a character. Oh, whew. I can't even think get my mind around it. But mm-hmm. anyway, back to Doctor Strange. Yeah, got kind of off on a tangent, Infinity Stone tangent. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, with Doctor Strange, I mean, I like the fight scene in New York. And then, I mean, all of the mirror, like the mirror realms. I also think that this is a good kind of introduction to realms because of Iron Fist and the Defenders. And mm-hmm. kind of, you know, that's going to be exactly the same. Another realm that he's going to be from or mm-hmm. goes to and comes back from. And and I, and I wonder, because, I, I mean, we've we've only seen the movie once and I have no idea what realm iron fist goes to yeah i know i've heard the name and i, I, I wonder it. if it was kind of easter egged in doctor strange or i would something. i would i would think it would Even have if been they don't just say it like if they showed something something or, in the background you know, like of one a, of the rooms some uh, yeah 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 i thought that was cool with the windows in new york how they could you could change where you wanted so the guy goes into the mm-hmm. window and then he changes it and it's yeah. like see ya <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah. yeah, that was really cool. But yeah, I really, I mean, I really liked Thor, and I'm not Thor, <laughs> Doctor Strange. Because mm-hmm. I, I thought I thought the the special effects were awesome. Yeah, the one thing I do regret is that you know I don't really like 3D movies, mm-hmm. but it seems like this movie would be cool because there are a lot of scenes where you know he's flying through, like a lot of like. Pretty much all the fight scenes. All the fight scenes. All the and fight then scenes even like something. when he's kind of learning like about the astro plane and the different multiverse mm-hmm. and he's kind of flying through that. And even when he's like messing with the time loop. And, and the, the apple. Kind of, yeah, the apple and how they're doing that. I mean, I bet some of that looked pretty cool in 3D. Mm-hmm. And I've heard it from a, like some of the reviews and stuff that this is a movie that is worth seeing in 3D. Because mm-hmm. most of the time my opinion is... 3D is like, eh. I mean, you're just paying more for a. I mean, yeah, because there's just like two scenes in a 3D movie that are really worth. Yeah, and this one looking at, seems like this the, one seems to have it all the, the way through. The kaleidoscope kind of stuff and mm-hmm. all of the running on the side of the buildings and all that movement and all that stuff seems like it. Yeah, it could be pretty cool in 3D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that this movie was would be really good in 3D. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, well. Well, cool. Well, I think it's uh, time for our grades. Want to get to the grades? Okay. Uh, do you want me to go first? You go first. I, it doesn't matter. Flip for it. You go. You want, oh, you want me to go? Man, okay. I know what I'm... I already know what I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. You're not going to change me. Uh, well, I, I know. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to change you. I'm just trying to figure out mine. <laughs> Okay, well, while you think about it, I'll say what mine is. Okay. I'm going ahead and giving this an A because it didn't crack my top five for Marvel movies, 
But I still think I would want to see it again in the movies. Like, I really actually want to see it in 3D now. Yeah, see it in 3D. So I'm going to go ahead and give it an A because it's, I think I'm putting it at number six. Well, hang, hang on, hang on to the rankings. We'll, we'll get to we'll the We'll talk rankings. about it in a minute. Yes, because I, I, I got to give my grade. Okay. Okay, so I've, obviously I'm teetering between A and B. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I'm going to give it an A. Because like you, I think it would be really cool to go back and see it again and to see it in 3D because I think this movie, unlike some of the other ones, would actually be worth seeing it and paying the money to see it in 3D. And I feel like seeing it twice almost is like there's probably so much stuff that you miss because you're just kind of focusing on the imagery mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And I think the second time you might can catch some information that you might have missed from the first one or, you know, little yeah. Easter egg kind of thing. So there you have it. Two A's. Two A's. Okay. Woo. Now the rankings. Uh, we've never talked about the rankings on any of our podcasts, not even in our, you know, who the hell are we first episode. Mm-hmm. The rankings, we have a <coughs> rankings that we've done. It's on a big old whiteboard. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, you and me, and then there's a few other co-workers. Right. And we have ranked, up, up to this point, yeah. the 13 Marvel Studios movies. Correct. So this does not include the X-Men, the Fox, the Spider-Man, Sonys, or Fantastic Fours, or any, no, any of that. specifically Marvel Studios. Yes, just Marvel Studios. And this universe. So... There's the 13, and you say Doctor Strange will not crack your top five? No, I think it's going to be number six. It's going to be number six. So as far as Carolyn's rankings of now 14 mm-hmm. Marvel Studios movies, Carolyn would have Civil War as number one. I stand by that. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy, mm, yeah, number two. Avengers, the first one is number three. Iron Man is four. Yeah, because then, it kicks off. Mm-hmm. And then Ant Man is number five. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I stand by. I just love Paul Rudd, and that movie is just fun in itself. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so that that's your top five, and then. Doctor Strange. Is Doctor Strange in would num- be number, would number be six. number six, and so that means all the other ones that you have from six on down would be would move back, and it would be the uh, Captain America, First Avenger, Winter Soldier, uh, Age of Ultron, Iron Man three, Thor, Thor two, The Incredible Hulk, and Iron Man two would be your. At my dead, bottom. Your bottom. Yep. You're dead last. Yeah. Yeah. I still think, I mean, and all of those ones at the top are pretty close. It's like I, I, hairlines. I, yeah. And then you have kind of a big jump from wherever Ultron is. Then it kind of, there's a jump between whichever one is before Ultron. Mm-hmm. And then all of those are kind of, you know, kind of on the bottom. But I definitely, if you're in the top, let's say eight. Yeah. They're pretty much A's. A's are high B's. 
So yeah, I sit here and I look at my list and like, is it cracking the top five or is it going to be even cracking the top six, seven? Where are you putting Doctor Strange? It's like I'm going back on five and six. Okay. And pretty much our top five are pretty much the exact same, except for we have Avengers and Iron Man flip-flopped. So you have Iron Man before Avengers. I have Iron Man as number three and Avengers as number four. Mm-hmm. And then pretty much the, for the most of it, it's it's kind of very similar. There's you know a couple here and there. I, I look at this and think that I think I would like to switch my Iron Man 2 because I have Iron Man 2 as my dead last dog uh-huh. as well. But the more I think about it, the more I think I'd like to stick Thor 2 <laughs> as my dead last dog. I mean, they're, it's, it's like I said, they're pretty close. Mm-hmm. It's like as close as the ones at the top are hairline apart. The ones at the bottom are also kind of hairline apart. You know, with the, you know, Iron Man. I just hated, uh, I mean, Iron Man 2, I just hate Whiplash and, I mean, that character and, I don't know. It's like, if I would be willing to see them again, to see which one I wouldn't like as much, but then I'd have to sit that sit then and watch that s- movie again. Yeah, sit there and watch it. So. Yeah, I... So, got to make a decision. I know, five I know, or six, I know, five, I know. Or six. five or six. Five or six, five or six, five or six. Is it better than Ant-Man? Or behind Ant-Man? It's behind Ant-Man. So you're putting it at number six as it'll, well. It'll, it'll be six. It'll be six for me. So my, my number one is like yours. Civil War, Guardians of the Galaxy, Iron Man, Avengers, Ant-Man. And Doctor then number Strange. six would be, would be Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, to round out the rest of that, it would be Winter Soldier... Captain America, First Avenger, Age of Ultron, Incredible Hulk, then Thor, Iron Man 3, Thor 2, and then Iron Man 2 as 13. Well, it would be 14. Right. But so, so so I have this picture I took. Of our board? Of the board. And I'll, I'll, I'll post it on Facebook and I'll post it on Twitter so everybody can kind of see where we are. And then you'll be able to see, you know, the, you know, the other. Some of our coworkers. coworkers yeah. What, what they think. What they yeah, are. The only rule to be in the, the listing is that you have had to have seen all movies. Yes. Yeah. You, you, yeah. To be on this list and to participate in this list, we said you have to see all the movies mm-hmm. to be able to do it. You can't go in there and say, oh, I've seen half of them. Can I right, can no. I get in here? And do- no, you, you can't. You need to do all of it. And one other thing, when I post this picture, you will see at the bottom there is a, uh, a, a thing, a ranking <laughs> for uh, the Iron Giant. And that's for a co-worker who really hasn't seen any of these movies but wanted to participate in the conversation. And that's pretty much the only thing he's seen. And yeah. I think the only reason he picks Iron Giant is because there's Iron Man and this one's Iron Giant. So yeah. it's similar. Yeah, so he, he, he's trying to be funny. He's got his you know little comedy skit. Keyword is crying. <laughs> yes, trying. So he's got that up and going. And, and you'll see that, you know... We've put a little thumbs down and a little poop emoji next to <laughs> next to his stuff. So, so okay. So I'll, yeah, we'll get that posted on Facebook and Twitter so you guys can yeah, I know see that you're... and all that the mm-hmm. ranking stuff. So, so those are the rankings. 
Um, and since we are, you know, talking about movies, movies and stuff like that, we figured this would be a great opportunity for us to have a little movie news. Cause I, I really want to see, uh, what Carolyn's take is as far as some of the hot topics that come out. Hot topics. We've, we've had, we've had two comic book movies, you know, within the past week or so, both directors dropped out. Mm-hmm. Creative the, differences. Creative differences with somebody for one reason or another. Deadpool, their director, Tim Miller, he dropped out, cited creative differences between him and Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Do you have? Do you feel one way or another? Well, I mean, this? I well, number one, Ryan Reynolds did an awesome job in the first one. He embodied Deadpool. Uh huh. Now this could mean one of two things. I could see this as Ryan Reynolds wanting to keep the character pure to Deadpool and what it is, and you know maybe the director of them. But I could also see where Ryan Reynolds now after Deadpool and you know he kind of. Did it, did it like yeah. you know he got it out there he leaked the footage and he was deadpool and he mm. did all this stuff that now he's kind of it's my way or the highway i mean i could see like his head getting a little big kind of you know dr mm. strange arrogance you know i could see that is it a good thing or a bad thing i mean it kind of depends if nobody's mm. going to be willing to work with him if he's not going to be able to compromise on anything then you know if it's mm. going to hinder the movie coming out, then it's a bad thing. But yeah. if it's going to be, I mean, it's kind of just depends on, you know, whenever you feel, you hear of some thought, you know, leaving on creative differences, it's like, you don't really know. It's kind of like yeah. when you get a divorce and it's irrecyclable irre- or whatever. <laughs> Recycling. Yeah. Irrecyclable. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. You know, the differences, you know, you don't really. Because mm-hmm. the only thing that I've I've ever heard, there was another rumor that came out that said that he, that Tim Miller wanted to make a big budget superhero movie where Ron Reynolds didn't want to. But then that later came out and that was kind of debunked. But the biggest thing that, I, that that's come out that as far as I know was that they didn't see eye to eye on who was going to play Cable. Okay. Like Tim Miller wanted to get, what's his name from Friday Night Lights. To, to play Cable, and Ryan Reynolds didn't want him. Mm-hmm. And so is that enough to split? Maybe. I guess it could be that they both well, the felt strongly is, like, about it. And it's like you, you hear news like that, you don't know well, what's the reasons. Mm-hmm. If Ryan Reynolds had good reasons for it, and, yeah. you know, it makes sense, and then, you know, and Tim Miller was doing it because he wanted a name or, you mm-hmm. know, something, but... It's kind of like you hear that stuff and you don't really know what the details are. So you can't yeah. really pick a side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and we'll never know. We'll never no. know what And it's like you just really have to wait until this. when the movie comes out. And if it's awesome, then you'll be like, okay, well, Ryan Reynolds knows what he's doing. And if it comes mm-hmm. out and it's never, you know, it's kind of like the Gambit movie where people keep on coming on and going off and coming on and going off. It's like. And that's a movie it, they just need to just kill, not even. I know. Not I, even I just do. don't want that to happen to Deadpool. And it's like, yeah. you don't know what the. And it's like, you don't really know. Mm-hmm. Why people are leaving. Yeah. So, I don't know. I kind of, you know, I could see both sides, but, you know, you can kind of see it as it's, you know, Ryan Reynolds is like, you know, he thinks he knows everything. Or it could be like, well, maybe he does. Mm-hmm. And he's keeping it pure. Like, he's the one who's keeping Deadpool Yeah, because he, he tried I mean, he's so hard to, to get, get this thing and, up and, and going from the fucking train wreck. That Deadpool was in the first Wolverine ugh. movie, and that thing was 
fucking horrible for what they did to Deadpool in there. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and so just... I think that, you know, from that moment, Ryan Reynolds was like, no. This character deserves better. Yes, he he does. And I think that Ryan Reynolds, as, as long as he is a part of the Deadpool thing, I'm putting all my, my trust with him that it, it's going it, that it, it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Not to say that Tim Miller, you know, if he would have stayed, like the movie was going to be bad. I, I don't. I, I don't mean, feel he did that. the first I, one. So I don't. Man. I don't. I don't feel that way at all. I think it, it probably still would have been good. I just think that they had a, a little, yeah, tiff over you know who's who was going to play Cable, and they just kind of split. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so. if I, I mean if I had a choice between the director leaving or Ryan Reynolds leaving. I would want Ron Reynolds to stay. Like, yeah. the choice, so. hmm So. I guess it's just a wait and see to see, you know, like, who they get next. As long as it's not Brian Singer. <laughs> yes, hopefully it's not Brian Singer. Because if, if it is Brian Singer, then I'll have to start a petition on one of those sites that just says, kill Brian Singer. What? That's a little too far. Too far? Too far. Mm. Jerry's opinions are not... <laughs> You want, you want to throw out that disclaimer? Yeah. They're not the expression of both screen beans. <laughs> Jerry's opinions are his own. <laughs> Brian Singer needs to be completely removed from any and all Marvel-related movies from this point forward. Okay, so I can I can back I, you on that. I one. don't want I don't want <laughs> no director, no producer, no behind the scenes anything. Just they need to completely sever ties with his involvement. With any more Marvel stuff. And if we're getting down to it, Marvel just needs to... Just take over. Marvel just, Studios just, just, they just need to take over. They just need to take over that stuff from Fox. And Fox just needs to hopefully see well, what after, happens with the Spider-Man movie. Right, yeah. And Marvel and Disney and Sony's relationship and the truck full of money that's going to be dumped on Sony's doorstep because of It seems of like this. it's a win-win. That, I, mean, I don't see the bad... I mean, I'm not a movie executive... But it's like, what's what bad could happen? I know, but I, I guess Fox likes you know bringing in their you know sixty five million dollars on an opening week, three day weekends, <laughs> yeah. and they bring in you know sixty five million bucks, and they feel like that's probably you know oh, that, 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 that's good enough. And then you hear all the suck ups to Fox and all that trolls and, and shit on X Men, which is like a brand that people you know. Have, there's been other movies that have been out. People love the X-Men. There's been cartoon, there multiple things where mm-hmm. people stand behind X-Men. And then you have Doctor Strange where there's never been cartoon or a comic series or like a TV series or mm-hmm. anything about it. People who've never heard of Doctor Strange are going to go are seeing this movie. And it's already making more money. Yeah. Yeah. This so, Doctor Strange is in and it's making more money in November. Right. In November, on a non-holiday weekend, mm-hmm. it's making more money than Apocalypse is. Right. And so it's like, it seems like, duh. I mean, it seems like a duh the, decision. The X-Men movies should be making money, silly money, like Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they should be hitting billion dollars. Mm-hmm. But, anyway. okay, anyways, enough with... Let's you know, move on. I'm sure we'll have we an can, opportunity we can rant to kick, on kick that Fox anyway. and more, you know, later. <laughs> uh, so, okay. So, the other movie, The Flash, director, gone. This one worries me a little bit more. Okay. 
Well, just because with Deadpool, you have Ryan Reynolds, which is like your steady hand. Or, you know, it gives you a little bit more confidence. Now, with okay. The Flash, it's like, okay, they're, the movies themselves from DC haven't been doing that great. You have a character that's playing The Flash, which I've in the movies that I've seen, I've liked them. Uh-huh. But, you know, with, and then Rick Fumajima, I, I guess. I mean, Fumajima? <laughs> we'll, call it, we'll call him Rick. Yeah, Rick. We're on a first name basis. <laughs> I mean, it seems like he, I, I have no idea. I never, I haven't seen Dope. I haven't seen Dope, and to be quite honest with you, I probably will never see Dope. Mm-hmm. Just because it's it's not my it's not my jams. It's not I'm your not, cup of tea. No, it, it's it's not. So I probably won't see it. And when they made the announcement that he was gonna going to direct Flash, I was, I didn't really have any feelings one way or another. Kind of like right now with him leaving, I really don't have any feelings one way or another because I look and like Ryan Reynolds, I put all my trust and faith into Jeff Jones. Mm-hmm. And that he's going to be the one that turns it around. And he he didn't have really any say-so in Batman vs. Superman. Because right. he wasn't in the mm-hmm. new position. And by the time he was named to be in the, his new position that he is now, Suicide Squad was pretty much was pretty much done. Wonder Woman was, you know... It was done shooting. It, it, was, it, was, it was pretty much done shooting. So he doesn't really have a whole lot... I mean... There's more stuff he can do to Wonder Woman than he could Suicide right, Squad. Definitely. The Suicide Squad was getting ready to, to come out by the time mm-hmm. that the announcement to his position. But I think that with the Flash and Aquaman and all that stuff down, you know, it, it will have more of his stamp on it than anything. And and maybe there was. Well, plus the Flash, they haven't even started shooting or anything. No, they they, they haven't. Just it's scripts. just scripts. Scripts, but they they have gone through and they've you know they've you know casted some people and stuff like that. Where I'm, I kind of I know look one at, of the the one of the girls casted was from the movie Dope. Yeah, and I and I mean, if she backs out and goes and does something else, I'm fine with that because that doesn't that doesn't bother it just doesn't bother me. I guess I just look at it and think. I mean, as Jeff long- Johns, as long as Jeff Johns. Does the Kevin Feige role? I, I'm completely fine with mm-hmm. it and make it a comic book yeah, movie I mean, and I'm not just... something that it's you know it's a comic book movie yet it's also kind of like dope and it, this director's kind of putting his two cents into it. No, I, I want to see I want to see a Flash movie and I just hope that the creative differences that they had was Jeff Johns kind of being like you know. That doesn't feel like Flash. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it would be a, a fine movie, but it's something. It just doesn't feel like Flash. Yeah, Hopefully, I mean, that's what's going on, and it's not somebody higher up in Warner Brothers saying, "No, we got this dark, gritty thing going on right now. Let's do that." Hopefully, it has fucking nothing to do with that yeah, because and, that's been working for you. Yeah, and the higher ups are having zero input on any of this. Yeah, I mean, I think we could agree that as long. I just want the end movie to be stay true to the character, mm-hmm. have the integrity, and you know, director or you know whoever. It's like as long as the end game, and this is like with every you know everybody can agree. As long as the end game is a good movie that yeah. holds true to the characters, and you know stays true to the storyline, and you know 
I think that's what we want. So mm-hmm. the, as as long as that the people that end up working on it have the same vision, and yeah. like you said, Jeff Johns, he's done a great job on everything else. Mm-hmm. And they he, just need to as have long that, as that, that passion. as he is the one that's making the decisions and mm-hmm. you know has the power to say yay or nay, and um, I think that hopefully that's what's going to start coming because I mean Justice League is going to be the first movie where you see hopefully yeah i think you will you will have you will see more of jeff johns on that just be just because of the timing of everything right. it seems but like I, that's I think where you're, you're going to be his first you know these other ones are kind of like trial runs wonder woman will probably have a lot of, you know some stuff in his posts and the previews mm-hmm. have been awesome for wonder woman because the official trailer for that came out this this past week and yeah it looks fucking incredible i can't wait i know and it's like, but the thing is, is Warner Brothers can make a damn good trailer. Yes, they, they mean, always I've have. Never all, seen... all their superhero stuff, has the trailers have been awesome. Right. And then you get to the movie and you're like, wah, wah. Yeah. But, I mean, this Wonder Woman, I think that, mm-hmm. you know, Jeff Johns isn't enough to get that hope. And you see and you see that in the mm-hmm. trailers. Yeah. But Justice League, I think, is going to be his first tried and true test of him being there at, I mean, not the very beginning, but... Close enough to where the, sh- yeah. like, the actual shooting and, that, you know, all that stuff that's... He might not have picked Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, and, and and I'm also kind of really curious to see kind of what happens after the Justice League movie comes. Mm-hmm. I mean, how does it look and feel knowing that Zack Snyder is, is doing it? Mm-hmm. I mean, are... Or is there like a give-take relationship with him and Jeff Johns? They're kind of giving, taking a little bit back and forth. And It seems like he's really going to have to go a little less dark. I mean, Justice yeah. League itself, it can't be dark and gritty. It's Justice League. I can mm-hmm. see the beginning where they're kind of fighting against, like it's, they're mm-hmm. all doing their own thing. But then when they have to come together, let's say hopefully midpoint, you start seeing a change. You have to see a change. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then from then on, hopefully... A lighter. I mean, it's like in the Flash. He's a joke. I mean, he's always been kind of like mm-hmm. the jokester and kind of he he, he can't be dark and gritty. He yeah. can't be dark and gritty. Mm-hmm. And I, and I like how... his backstory could be dark and gritty, but him himself is like the light. And you know, I, I don't know. It just he can't be. The Flash is not a dark and gritty character. No, he's no, he's not. But but I, I think that you know I, I wish Rick. You know, you know, best wishes on whatever you do next. I'm sure it'll be great. And yeah, I mean, I just don't know that. And and, and I'm not, and I'm not, you know, I'm not sitting here saying that Flash would have been horrible if he would have been the director because we'll we'll never know. I Mm -hmm. mean, it it could have been, it could have been great. It could be better than whoever they get to come in and do it. I mean, we'll never know. So just kind of obviously, we're going to have to wait and see. Who, who they get and how the movie goes, but for the most part, I mean, all these comic book movies—they pretty much—I mean, they already got my money. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I just—I just want it to be as as good as it possibly can be. Right. Because you love the characters. Yeah, and if, I want and it to be good for the characters because they deserve better. These characters have been a household name for you know seventy five plus years, mm-hmm. and it's like they deserve to have. A good movie and to have a great story and to hold true to their characters. Yeah, 
And and that's that's the only way that you you know are able to see more and get more of these movies is if they all do great. Mm-hmm. So because if you're throwing out crap product out there that you're just trying to do a money grab, yeah, they're, they're just going to quit making these movies and then we'll just have to find something else to talk about. Yeah, like you know they'll probably be on like Fast and Furious Thirty. <laughs> 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 Which, by the way, you saw a little thing on Facebook where they're going to do a little. I, they're talking about doing a CGI of Paul Walker in the new Fast and Furious movie, and I saw that, and I, I was like, "Come on, the way the way that you sent him off mm-hmm. on on the last one, just leave it at that. Just don't l- don't let don't it go. touch it. Don't have anything to do. Just you've said goodbye. Yes. Let it lie. Yes, exactly. So that's our Fast and Furious talk. Fast and Furious. <laughs> well, so. I think that's going to do it for today. We're uh, let us know what you think about Doctor Strange. Have you seen it? What do you think? Did you see it in three D? Let us know if it is worth it to yeah. see it in three D. Oh yeah. So, um, or if there's any Easter eggs that we missed, let us know because hey, I love Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's going to wrap it up for this week. Next week we're having another special edition along with our usual regularly scheduled stupid opinions. <laughs> We'll be reviewing Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, the Mm -hmm. uh, Harry Potter prequel. So, be a little bit different. Not comic book related. And and it's a uh, late edition. At first, we weren't... Our our next movie that was going to be up was going to be Rogue One. Mm -hmm. But we've decided at the last minute to to put this one in. Yeah. And so, we're really looking looking forward to it because... I mean, I love all the Harry Potters. I love me some Harry Potter. And I know, I mean, in the in the actors that are in this, I mm-hmm. mean, you have what's his name, Redmayne, as I can't I can't remember what his first name is, Eddie yeah. Eddie Redmayne. Sure, we'll go. With then that. you had John Voight. You have uh, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell, and I mean, I know I've seen a preview, and there's like a ton of people. It mm-hmm. seems like that are in this. So, and you have it in America. So it's Harry Potter in America. It's in New York. Woo! So <laughs> find out what our stupid opinions are on on that. Next week. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, make sure you uh, let us know what you think. We're on Twitter, at ScreenBeansPod, doing some live tweeting this week. No Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. No Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's kind of sad because that tends to be the one that I am you know, can really make it to, to, to live tweet. But <laughs> we'll see. We'll see about but, some uh, other ones. Yeah, maybe we'll live tweet the election. Not. <laughs> so, anyway, let us know how you feel. You were also friend us on Facebook. And, uh... As always, our website's always open, mm-hmm. screenbeanpodcast.com. Also, we've added Stitcher, tune in. So, hey, we're making it easy for you to listen to us. So, mm-hmm. come enjoy our sweet, soothing voices. <laughs> but anyway, thanks so much for listening, and I guess we will talk to you later this week. Cool. See you guys. <laughs> <laughs>